Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 51 of Human Seeking Human. My name is Zandy. My name is Liz, and this is a podcast where we read things from old newspapers that we think are interesting, and sometimes we talk about love. Yeah. Ooh. What if the real newspapers were the friends we made along the way? You're my real newspaper? Yeah. (laughs) Because we're friends along the way. Are we friends? Oh, for the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. BFFs. Did you forget we were recording? God, okay. Sorry. When that red light is on, we are friends. Okay. We like to start off with a dream date each week where we read a personal ad and hypothetically force the other person to go on a date with said person. Would you like to hear yours? I would love to hear mine. This is from the Detroit Free Press in Detroit, Michigan from June 6th, 2003. PhD in orgasms. Milk chocolate. No. (laughs) This is so weird. I don't know why. And this is one from like a normal newspaper. Like, yeah, give, give it to me. I'm ready. You know I'm I mean? ready. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know if you are. This is not good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> PhD in orgasms. Milk chocolate. Sexy, muscular stud. 30s. Specializes in bringing women especially overweight women to mind-blowing <laughs> orgasms in any way that you desire wow okay <laughs> um <laughs> i think i i appreciate that you let me know that it was in a normal newspaper because there's a lot of newspapers that are just chock full of like overly mm-hmm. sexual stuff but i love the idea that this person wrote this out and was like oh wait what newspapers are from Detroit Free Press. I say yeah. normal newspaper. I don't know what that really means, but like everything, other, all, most of the other personal ads were very normal, and they weren't all sexual, and and they just seemed very boring. And then there was this one. Was which it this, was, the Philadelphia Free Press? Is that what it is? Uh, Detroit Free Press. This person wrote PhD in orgasms. I can't wait to let. Everybody who reads the Detroit Free Press newspaper know that I can give overweight women the best orgasms they've ever had in any way you'd like. Yeah, that was, but that also was weird at the end. In any way that you desire, it's like, hey, like, I, you have to tell me what's going on. Like, I, he has a PhD, so, uh, he'll have to let you know, not me. I can't, but, um, yeah, uh, I can list the number, the list the ways that I know. Yeah, all right. Ready? Okay. Go ahead. Hand holding. Yeah. Hugging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a light peck Actually, wait, on the cheek. Hold oh. that. Hold that. Because we're going to get there in my pod. <laughs> Don't oh, worry. Oh, perfect. All right. So I have one for you. Obviously. Here we go. As if you didn't get it like five (laughs) seconds before we hit record. (laughs) Stop. You can't expose me. I was up all Um, night looking for this research, looking for this. (laughs) This took me hours and hours to find this one ad. Okay. (laughs) Hey, what does it mean when there's two pound signs? 
Do you know? It means pound me. No, it doesn't. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Okay. I didn't know if it was like some newspaper lingo. You might know. All right, here we go. Single black man, five foot, eight inches tall, quiet type, in search of volunteer position as a foot rubbing, back scrubbing, and hugging technician for a sweet, sensible, independent, attractive, affectionate single black female. Call me. No. I will do no foot rubbing. No, will receive no foot rubbing. Stay away from my feet. Are you a hugging technician? Are you even certified as a hugging <laughs> technician? I am. You I might do not, not have, have a my PhD license. in orgasms, but at least you have your hugging technician license. I give good hugs. Look how. Look at this. Look. Do you see me in my cozy sweatshirt? I wouldn't look. People would kill. Hold for on. Hugs. He's eating my nice bra. Hold on. I have one nice bra, and he's eating it. I'm trying to find that's, something for me to play with. That's uh, method number four: bra eating. I'm talking about Zandy. Zandy's over there eating my nice bra. <laughs> okay. That you mailed to me. Yep. Um. Poncho. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Don't I look so? I'm just wanted to talk about how huggable I am. Everyone, <gasps> I look very huggable oh, today. It's a lighthouse sweatshirt. Isn't it? cute that's so cute where did you get it for my birthday from my friends john and ashley wow i love it it's actually really nice and it looks cozy so cozy especially it got cold here so i'm getting all cozy and it makes me happy and uh yeah but i haven't been to any of these lighthouses so gotta start checking them off so what they gave you was a gift and a challenge Yes, at the oh, you can't see the bottom. I just realized it says Atlantic Lights. Oh, cool! Yeah, I got to start checking these off. Sandy's got a cool outfit on. He's also got like a cool tiger hat on that probably has something to do with sports. Yeah, it's my Bengals hat. I've had this for like I don't know twenty years or something. That's cute. Classic. The Bengals. What are the Bengals? Cincinnati football team. Oh, they play today. Oh, go Mm -hmm. Bengals! Oh, Bengals. Yeah. They're my favorite team. They're the one I'm most passionate about by far. Oh, I cried multiple times this season already. One time I cried just watching a YouTube video about about them. Okay. I love sports. I never thought that I would like understand a statement like that, but I have such a complicated emotional relationship with Tom Brady that now, mm-hmm. when people talk about being emotionally invested in sports, I'm like, I actually, I understand. <laughs> you get it now. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you get it. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Human seeking <laughs> s- sports enthusiasm. Oh, God. I can't title it that. People are going to not click. Um. <laughs> it is 721 in the morning here. When I said that we could record at 10... I had in my mind that you, your 10 was my one. I had insomnia and I had insomnia (gasps) and I was like doing the math in my head and I was like, I think I was incorrect. Oh my God. In my mind, you were like, I was like, okay, she's got things going on today. She's going to like get up and bust things out. I did not make that connection. Potential I woke up this morning and I had to kick Joey out of my bed because I recorded my bedroom. 
and I was like, <laughs> I was like talking about it. Like I'm like into like, you know, people that are really into fitness. I was like, Joe, I have to start the grind. It's important to wake up and grind every day. You have to wake up and record. It's really important. It's I, it's part of my routine. It's my religion. It's my ritual. I need my. I bet that sent her running. She was like, and then like grumbled her way into bed. So what's our next segment of the show? Our next segment is called Textual Encounters. This is where I read a missed connection. I saw you type ad from wherever I find them. And this week we've got one from my favorite, the Cincinnati missed connections on Craigslist. Oh, beautiful. And I'm using a fake name here. Rachel, working at Kroger, Westside. Hello, Rachel. Your name tag at Kroger gave me a good head start finding you. First of all, I'm not madly in love with you. I don't think. And I don't want to mess up your life. The truth is, I just think you're interesting. There's something about your appearance that strikes me. I'd be interested to know more about you. Could we have a conversation? This would be the place to start. Please reply. <laughs> it ended with a call to action this time. Well, kind That's of. True. More of a self-marketing. It, was, it wasn't really much of a, a demand. Plea. It was a desperate it was plea. A, it was a plea. <laughs> desperate is right. Um, this is like someone trying so hard to sound nonchalant. It's like being like, hey, I'm not obsessed with you. I'm not a stalker. I'm not like really into you. I just like think you're interesting. So I'm like at your house in the middle of the night just saying hi. It's not a big deal. I've never heard someone say, I don't want to mess up your life unless they're actually trying to do that. Because why would that? That wouldn't be anyone's first thought. Kill you? Maybe. But like the fact that. They were like, "Oh yeah, no, I don't want to mess up your life. Don't worry." It's like, "When?" That's, well, they're that's like, a- "I'm not in love with you. I don't think I'm not going to mess up your life." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm a little wishy-washy. Who knows? Well, it's like this would be the place to start the Craigslist misconnections, which I'm sure has worked in the past. But honestly, if 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 Rachel's looks struck you so much, the place to start a conversation would be in person, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, Maybe you know I don't want to works. encourage this person's yeah, don't behavior. Don't bother her at work. Yeah, I guess it's bother better her. than bothering her at work. It is. I would it say is, it is. it's much better to write a personal ad. And you know what? Maybe they're not as creepy as they sound. Maybe. Who knows? We can give them the benefit of the doubt. But the problem is, if you do start a conversation at work and you're rejected... The whole thing is about how you take it. If you just move on and never think about her again, you're like, whatever, okay, I I respect that. Then chill, cool. But yeah, I don't, I I don't know. If if you're telling people you're not going to mess up their life, I don't think you take rejection well. I don't know. Maybe I'm just jumping yeah, to conclusions, so but it feels like a veiled threat. I'm not going to yeah. mess up your life. Someone <laughs> said that to me. Imagine like you're on a date and it's like. Hey, how are you? Oh, good. Thanks. I'm so glad you met me here. Yeah, I'm not going to mess up your life. I don't want to do that. You'd be like, I have to go home. <laughs> and then you, when you feel weird, act weird about that, they're like, what? I said, I wouldn't want to. Isn't that what, isn't, isn't that what you females want? <laughs> you females. <laughs> you females. I yeah, was pretending to be good. like one of those guys on a date, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
that's 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 my <laughs> well let's move on to our next segment i promise i'm not gonna ruin your podcast um <laughs> sandy's lighting up a cigarette right now it's a candle lighting up, lighting up a cigar there's no smoking sign right there he's just puffing on a big cigar he's got like double fisting he's got like a glass of whiskey like a highball glass of whiskey in one hand and a big cigar in the other what a 10 30 a.m mm-hmm. <laughs> sandy's having a good time today I gotta get no no that's just how i have to get the through weekend. my day <laughs> just, oh, no. just on recording days when we have to hang out yep do you want to go way back into time way back when uh, I don't know. Way back whenever? <laughs> whenever, yeah. <laughs> this works. is a segment <laughs> called Way Back Whenever. Do that every time. Where we read just fun stuff from the past from newspapers. And I would like you to go first. Oh, okay. This is from the Lemon Herald in Lemon, South Dakota, spelled with two M's, by the way. So Lemon. Lemon. From September 20th, 1912. And I don't remember what this was. Oh, yeah. Okay. This was a little section in the news. <laughs> um, This is... <laughs> this is really sad. Okay, I've got one. Okay, one. Oh, no. That's really sad. Why? Okay, this is called Oddities in the News from the Lemon Herald in 1912. Okay, sorry. This is, this is so bad. I don't know why I picked this. It's just so random. Okay. Let's this hear, is it. Let's hear the, it. The oddities in the news from Lemon, South Dakota. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Irvin W. Graves of New York was given a divorce when he produced an agreement his wife signed promising that if she stayed out all night again, it would be a sign she wanted Graves to kill himself. So let's try um, to break this down this. a little bit. Um, yeah. So Irvin's wife, Irvin and his wife came to an agreement and had a written agreement that said, that promised, <laughs> she <laughs> promised that if she stayed out all night again, it would only be because she wants him to kill himself. To dig the grave. Just the grave. Just. I mean, the there's an part. implication, but to me, it sounds like the husband is like, "If you stay out again all night, I'm gonna dig a hole in the backyard and die in it." She's His like, last name is Graves. That's, that's what was wild. Confused. That's that's why I said Graves in there. Well, it it makes sense. It does, but it's kind of like imagine if. She was the warden cowboy from Holes. She would go out every night. <laughs> she would never yeah, come she home. Would. That's true. That's the warden cowboy from Holes. This relationship yeah. sounds kind of unhealthy, though. If your partner unhealthy. ever makes you sign a written agreement that if you stay out all night, they, yeah. that you want them to die, I would it's just such a... just walk away. Yeah, probably smart, but that's not the only oddity I have. This is my oh. only. This is my other oddity. That was just the first one. I I think I we need a little pause. Um, 
Yeah, I needed to here's, process here's that one. one. Unless 14-year-old Fred Usher of Brooklyn, afflicted with a weak heart, finds his lost bull terrier, doctors say he will die of sorrow. The dog <laughs> has been missing a month. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's like sad, but also like, what kind of medicine is that? <laughs> like, sorry. Like, I'm sorry. And why is it making Your news in going South to die Dakota? If he can't find his dog. Yeah. Well, I feel like the doctor is like ringing the newspaper. Like, can you find this dog? We're not really looking to cure anything. We're just think if we give him the dog, he'll get better. This might be wow. You know what? This might be some sort of thing where the dog stole the doctor's uh, prized jewels pad. or something. Oh, or that. Oh. I was thinking some like huge, big, expensive things, and they're like, "Find that dog! How are we going to yeah. find that dog? We got to tell the parents that if they don't find the dog, their son's going to die." That or they're like, "Oh, we found this miracle cure. It's going to work. It's a million dollars, and the parents pay." And then they're like oh shit it's not working like you take the dog somewhere i'll tell the parents it's the dog's fault (laughs) (laughs) oh no he would have survived with that miracle cure but the dang dog died so (laughs) i weirdly believe that yeah that that's what happened well i have a way back whenever for us as well take us back this is from atlanta from 2003 so not so not, way back when <laughs> that's like newer than my some of my personal ads <laughs> i love it okay but i found you this like it, to be like such a lovely little article okay birthday party set for haw's elevator a birthday party for the 99-year-old J.H. Haas Elevator, the only wooden restored grain elevator on the National Register of Historic Places in Illinois, starts at 1 p.m. Sunday, June 1st. Included will be a team of horses demonstrating how farmers delivered grain, music by the Atlanta Community Band, and refreshments. The elevator is open for tours from 1 to 3 p.m., Sundays in June, July, and August, or by appointment. How cute is that? They had a birthday party for the ele- <laughs> uh, elevator, and they had horses and stuff. There's I'm, a whole museum. I'm, I'm a little fascinated. I would, I would, lo- I would check that out. I would check oh, the yeah. museum out. I would never go to that party though. It's I don't a care grain about the elevator. elevator. It's yeah, a grain yeah. elevator. Do you know the difference between a regular elevator and a grain elevator? Uh, I believe the difference is what's inside of it. Negatron. No, it's not. The, a grain the, elevator it transports is big. grain. Oh, that's the only thing. I think it's like a huge, a huge, because it looks like the entire building is the what? elevator. I'm looking at it. A grain elevator. It, it stockpiles or stores grain. A yeah, tower it's like a floor. Containing a bucket, bucket elevator or a pneumatic conveyor. What the fuck? The oldest grain elevator. But that I love how specific it was getting. It said, oh, this is the oldest wooden grain mm-hmm. elevator on the historic registry in, in Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, it's pretty specific. 
but how cute like i feel like that's very atlanta to have like live music and horses and like have a whole celebration yeah. we're just this like little thing it's so nice it's just that's, wholesome. That, is, that, that is wholesome and sweet i like it i'm glad you brought that to the table well i'm glad you liked it because i have more stuff for all of us um, i get to sit back now and enjoy the the spooks the the spooks it yes. is a spooky month oh my monitor just went totally black so i lost it but now it's back is your water bottle big enough do you think it's, oh, no that's why i have a second one right here oh my god <laughs> <laughs> by the power oh. their powers combined it's a full gallon of water really you're drinking a gallon of water a day is that a thing no i don't actually oh. drink the full uh, full gallon i'm not actually using that second one it's just there for show poncho growled right when you said it's there for show he didn't like that he doesn't have a show water bottle weird <laughs> he has three water bowls though Oh come on! He can I fill them up me. at random? <laughs> well, it's like a game. Yeah. Like, does he wake up it's like, oh, it's a number two bowl today? Day? Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm not feeling this day. This is gonna be. This is a bad sign. Sometimes I notice he's not drinking water, and so I'll pour it into the other bowl, and he'll start drinking it. I think just because he's curious just... why I did that. Oh. <laughs> I love that, actually. I've, hey, okay. think about if someone... No, I'm not done with this. If someone okay. puts... If someone takes three glasses of water and puts all three in front of you when you ask for a drink of water, you're going to be a little concerned. You're going to think, there's something wrong in one of these. I have to choose wisely. Right? Yes. Yeah. No, you're not okay. wrong. I'm just thinking... Okay, I'm done thinking about it though. You can, I'll, I'll, I'll move on. I'm sorry. Zandy's all finished thinking for the day. <laughs> that happened a while ago. Well, 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 well. I have two from the same newspaper, the same page. This like awesome newspaper, Indianapolis, Indiana, 1903, August 21st. It's just like a random page. I just scrolled up to see if there was like a title for this segment but there's not it's cool it's just like sh quick quippets quick little tidbits which is nice because in 1903 all the newspapers are like six pages tiny print telling us that yep. someone visited from home and they are going to get dental work done and, that, and that's all yep. <laughs> and they tell you all their relatives and their relatives jobs and where their relatives went to school and how they traveled here and what they saw. Okay. This is called Unexplained Mystery. <gasps> called from home after nightfall and never returns. Marion, Indiana, August 21st. One of the unexplained mysteries of Grant County is the disappearance of Walter W. Wolf. One evening last February, a man drove up to the Wolf home near Van Buren and called him out. He returned to the house in a few minutes and telling his wife he would be back soon, climbed into the buggy and drove away. He has not been seen since. Wolf was well known and was well liked by all who knew him. He appeared to be happy in his home life. No explanation has ever been given of his mysterious disappearance. 
That's it? That's from 1903, and I looked, like, all around that I could. There's never been an update. Oh, my God. That's so terrifying. the buggy and went away. That's the kind of thing that, like, it's like these unexplained, unexplained mysteries that make me, like, I always think religion aside, if I, like, die and go to heaven and meet God... He's going to be like, hey, welcome. And I'm going to be like, who killed John Benet Ramsey? Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. happened? There's a lot I to figure s- out like that. Yeah. I demand answers, answers. <laughs> to certain things. What happened to Walter W. Wolf? Okay. Uh, oh, I just noticed. You know what? What Walter W. Wolf invented one day? What? Look at the initials WWW. World Wide Web. Wild. Oh, that's true. This is Al Gore. Just with a different name. He left and became Al Gore. Oh. Apparently he's ageless. Vampire or something. (laughs) I solved them. You don't need God, please. You got me right here solving mysteries for you. Wait a minute. Hold on. I think I just (laughs) found this guy. But you did find... No. I think I just found this guy on Ancestors.com, and I think he just left his wife. Hold on. And just started a new life somewhere else? Walter Williard Wolf was born on February 25th, 1900. But this article is from 1903. 1903. Yeah, he would have been three years old. It's a three-year-old who just left and just was well-liked by all, was called... Just probably related. Three years old. Yeah. His wife said Aww, bye. That's sad. <gasps> so like they. So Walter had a probably had a three year old son. No, because his dad, the the Walter that I found's name, dad's name is Richard, but they're probably related. Oh, maybe. Uh, named at oh, oh, he gets a, a kid named after him potentially, and then. That. so sad okay so sad well, anyway what else you got for us this is right next door not next door right next in the next column and it's titled found in cemetery <gasps> greensburg indiana august 21st there has been considerable excitement at Adams, five miles west of here, over a find of coffin handles, a portion of a coffin, bones, and an old-fashioned Springfield cartridge. They were picked up in a cemetery, and it was at once thought that grave robbers had been at work. A search revealed holes leading down into the grave of an old soldier who was buried 30 years ago. Further investigation showed other holes leading into other grades. And the people of Adams now know a groundhog did the burrowing. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "What is? How is this possible? What's going on?" Oh yeah, groundhog makes a lot of sense. Yep, pretty, pretty funny, funny to me. They set it up. This is like really. These are really good. I'm gonna keep this uh, this newspaper in mind. Some solid 1903 that. goodness. That's what we want here. Well, 1903 is like a peak year for the newspaper industry, if you ask me. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, end of podcast. Goodbye. Click. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We can be found on social media at Human Seeking Pod. And you can also email us at humanseekinghuman at gmail.com. If you want to send us in an honest ad when we do start doing those up again after the spooky season. Um, or if you want to tell us that you love us and that we're perfect. Or send us cool old newspaper articles oh, yeah. or newspaper articles about crazy things that happened in your hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Or that you did. Send us your news articles. Yeah, please send us everything, all the information about you. Um, Also, if you'd like to sign up for our uh, bonus episodes, we are will be releasing a Halloween bonus episode. Uh, So hopefully, y'all enjoy that, subscribers. And yeah, we will be back. If you want to be a premium subscriber, oh, Sandy, shush up for a second. If you want to be a premium subscriber, he's trying to keep it secret and exclusive. But I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring you guys in to the cool club. $5 a month. Link is in the podcast description. And you also get ad-free listening. And you can use your premium subscription anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We can't wait to talk to you next week with uh, another episode. Until then. Bye.